everybody. Welcome to the Whistling in the Dark vlog uh, video podcast. So this is a new venture for me. Um, and we're planning on getting Adam as well. We'll probably try to do some live stream with both of us. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of technological hurdles I've had to climb. Um, had to get like a camera i wanted to get a, a nice camera i think it looks pretty good i got a lumix g85 if anybody's interested in um you know upgrading beyond a webcam or something uh i haven't gone too crazy in setting up you know all the the settings and stuff but i got a little bit of lighting and i have like phillips hue lights and i mean it's you know i didn't go too crazy but there's a a slightly soft background i guess which is what you're going for and i feel like the image is pretty clear so anyway um bear with me if it's slightly awkward uh talking into the camera i mean it's not lined up with so i have to like sort of turn and talk to the camera if i want to do um you know make eye contact i also get caught because i see the screen recording stuff and so you know, that's on there. Um, I probably should hide it or something. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I've at least got it to where I can record into this, uh, which sounds pretty good, which allows me then to use like my outboard audio gear. And uh, I can also screen record um, what you got going on here. So I had a, uh, a friend share this. Uh, of course, this is the article she chose to share. Kenosha Vigilante Shooter. Um, I'm not sure why, you know, that being in quotes is kind of amusing. Uh, arrested. Booked for homicide. So, um, let's see. It, I wonder if... Maybe we can actually go to like a, um, so his name is Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. Ooh, you saw that autocomplete, didn't you? Uh, Twyman people out there. Um, Let's just do Google for now. Um, our, this is one hour ago. Blazes. So I think one of the things is I have to be somewhat careful about um, what I'm playing, especially with like violence and stuff. Um, okay, well, just so just in case you don't know you know what what's going on here um violence interrupt so there was a, a police officer shooting of a a man yesterday or maybe been a couple days a few days ago so and again like i you know i can't i don't think i'm supposed to be showing this if i want to put it on um youtube right now so i'm gonna try that but you can find very easily this the video of the officer um, shooting. And so the officer, so the guy is kind of 
circling around his car and there's a couple officers at, at least you know with their guns drawn pointed at him and they are uh telling him to not move or whatever and um <clears throat> i heard it some people said he may have had a uh a knife but i don't um i don't believe that's true We could even see if there's something here. The shooting of Jacob Blake. So police responded to a 9-11 call, which the dispatcher reported as that a complainant said Blake wasn't supposed to be there and that he had taken the complainant's keys and refused to give him back. According to the witness, Blake had pulled his car up near six or seven women, shouting at each other on the sidewalk. And Blake did not say anything to the women. Blake's attorney, Benjamin Crump, said Blake was attempting to de-escalate a fight between two other people when an officer arrived on the scene and Blake tried to enter his vehicle to check on his three sons inside. Officers attempted to subdue Blake and tase him. A bystander who recorded the video of the incident heard police yelling, drop the knife, and also said, I didn't see any weapons in his hands. He wasn't being violent. The other report said Blake was unarmed. After an initial scuffle, Blake got away and walked to the driver's side of the vehicle, followed by the two officers with guns drawn. This is what I was talking about. This is like the only thing I've seen on video. The closest officer tried to grab Blake, and then Blake opened the door and leaned in. The officer grabbed him and fired at least seven shots into his back. Crump said Blake was hit by four of the seven bullets. So he wasn't shot seven times. They fired seven shots at him. He was shot four times. Okay. So, you know, one, uh, yet another. I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. We just shot four or seven times. It's just so frustrating. It's so exhausting when every, at every turn, an exaggeration, a mistake, a lie is always in one direction, you know, with the mainstream media. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call held a press conference to say that a knife was recovered on the driver's side floorboard of the vehicle, and Blake admitted to investigators that he had a knife. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, you know, as as a libertarian, I mean, you you. You are in a tough place here because your sort of default position is like F F the state and you know F the cops and everything like that. Um, but then it it's funny because it seems like whenever you are kind of forced to evaluate one of these things, or me, I mean I guess I shouldn't talk about anybody else. For me, um it's tough. You know, when I look in in that I and I mean, you, you know, you can't, um, or I, I can't make a full appraisal of this situation. Um, I think I can, I think normally what I can do is just say, you know, if this is the case, then yeah, you know, I believe this, like, if not, you know, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I'm just not exactly sure why the cops are tasing this guy and attempting you know to arrest him um so 
so I guess they they call reported that a complainant said Blake wasn't supposed to be there, which what does that mean? Uh, and then he'd taken the complainant's keys and refused to give them back. So I mean, again, like this is one of the tough things in the way this whole thing's set up. And I don't think that anything that the Black Lives Matter people are saying touches this at all. But to me, the the pro I mean, getting rid of cops. I mean. <laughs> Like, you know, like a mall has rent-a-cops, you know, mall security. I, you know, I, I, to me, like, public or private, like, state-run or private, like, you want security around. Like, you want to be able to secure yourself, you know, whatever, however you see fit. Um, or, you know, again, me, like, I want to be able to have that ability, Um and then, uh, you know, I want to be able to have access to services to, to help. Because I'm one, I'm one guy, you know. And sure, I have some friends or whatever, but I don't have any friends. And my friends aren't trying to, like, go to war um, to protect, you know, my property. Uh, I would much rather employ a service to do that, you know. I um, have a security system and cameras and stuff. I mean, why why can't there be you know, to me, a, a private security force connected to all with, with this type of service. I mean, we're right there and it would be a lot more effective. And like, I don't want the cops having access, right? So that's like, again, where I draw my line. It's like, I don't want the police having access to my cameras, you know, or whatever. And I don't want them getting alerted all of the time, you know, but if I had a private security force, then I don't mind because a private security force, if they come here because they think um, somebody might have broken in and then they see like a bag of weed or cocaine or whatever in my house, the private security force is just going about their day. You know, they're not they're not escalating the situation. They're not there. I'm paying them to be there. Um, and so, you know, it's fine, but if the cops come, you know, because you think you had a break in or whatever, I mean, you could, I mean, you might wind up dead, you know, like, uh, it happens, uh, you know, a bit. And, and I don't know how many times, you know, this is like something talk about how many, un, uh, unjustified shootings or something. Again, it's like a very, very loaded term, like, if you, sure, I mean, I guess if you accept like the laws as they are in the state and the police and everything like that, and you play entirely by those rules, okay. But if somebody calls the police and says, this guy has my keys, like, I don't think that that gives the police the right to tackle me you know tackle this person to the ground or whatever you know like they're not the judge and the jury um so i i you know i i and i get like I, i'm not saying it's it's a simple thing and you know maybe my take I, and i've done a good bit of thinking certainly compared to most people i've thought a whole lifetime about this most people have not even for a second considered you know the rules of engagement in, in this kind of scenario and and i think it's like what are the rules of engagement if 
you know, my neighbor yells over to me and says, hey, Pat, you know, the other neighbor there just took my keys and they won't give them back. I think whatever my rules of engagement, those are the cops rules of engagement. That is the voluntarist way. Like that is the, that is the, like the correct libertarian stance in my opinion. So I can't tase that guy, you know, like I can't do it. And, and I will say that I think in, you know, let me think about this, but in this scenario where there are no government police whatsoever, private courts, the whole, the whole nine yard private security, you know, the anarchists wet dream, um, then, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe it would, you would think I, a person might have a, like a little bit more, uh, latitude to, to operate, in these types of scenarios, because if the only way I can get my keys back are going through some rigmarole with a court, um, like at the end of the day, if they're my keys, they're my keys. So I think the idea is I better be certain <laughs> of these claims, you know, um, let's, Let's adjust the scenario just a little bit and say, I know my neighbor. I saw the guy take his keys. I know both of these neighbors. I know he took his keys because I know what those keys look like. And on top of it, because this is the, uh, you know, the anarchist future, the idealistic future. He even has, you know, neighbor A has a tracking thing on his key ring and obviously neighbor B is holding it anyway. Like I'm certain, I mean, at that point, yeah, I'm going to take those keys back. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, my neighbor, neighbor, a, he's an, he's an elderly man. So it, that's why he's calling me rough and tumble libertarian like type, you know? So <laughs> anyway, uh, it's all relative. You know, I'm rough and tumble compared to like an 85 year old man. Um, but there's a lot of people that would not consider me very rough and tumble. Anywho. So, yeah, I, I and I mean, I, I don't know. Apologize if I'm if I sound like I'm going around in circles a little bit, but I, I'm sort of just arguing it out from different, you know, different places. And, and for the most part, I mean, this is this is all aside from reading, I think it's having these types of debates, whether it's just in my own head, given the uh, pandemic, a lot of it is that lately, or, you know, with friends or people more hostile debating things, you know, um, you, you, you gotta, you gotta just try to tr try to work it out. But anyway, so, you know, um, I think it really comes down to that. Like if it's that guy's property, if those keys are in that, the if neighbor B took those keys, they're not his. Um, yeah, I'm going to get them back. And, and so this kind of brings us a little bit to, uh, let's try and put a, all right, let me try to, to, to button up this thing here. So, 
it's tough because I don't the, the cops are coming into this situation with no knowledge. So it's like whoever called them, it's as if that's the truth. And I guess the idea is like, hey, the police are coming in. They don't want to play favorites or they don't know who's right and who's wrong. They just want everybody to chill, just to freeze and try to figure it out. You know, I guess that's like the idea. Um, but, you know, I don't like if somebody imagine I'm this guy. Um, what's it? What's his name again? Blake, Jacob Blake. I'm this guy. Imagine I didn't take anybody's keys and some chick just is mad at me for some other reason. She calls the police like, I don't, I don't know, you know, I mean, why do I need to inconvenience my life for this? Um, and then, you know, with the police, if you disobey any order, you know, it's escalated to basically homicide like we see, you know, and the granted, right? If dude's got a knife, but in the video I saw, this guy's making no move towards the police. Now, I guess you could say he was going to get a knife out of the car. Uh, I mean, it seems crazy, but, you know, there's crazy people all over, so you can't really rule it out on the grounds of being crazy. Um, but anyway, so so that's, uh, you know, I... I I don't really know what to say with this. I mean, you know, I, I, I think people get pissed off a lot because I don't come with super firm opinions a lot. Um, I'm a, I, I can kind of exist in the gray, uh, and it's fine for me. So in the wake of this, the second part becomes very clear to me, right? The riots are wrong. There's no, you know, there may be individual police shootings that are, that I may say, well, you know, in this, I mean, the guy drew down on the cops and he got killed. Okay. And then, um, I don't know, I guess probably the most egregious would be the Breonna Taylor. Uh, and I, and forgive me, I, I've actually never like really read up on that one. Um, but as far as I know, they just like went into the wrong house and killed her. So I, I'm not sure like what other information I need to identify that. And, um, yeah, anyway, so, you know, there's, there's two examples. This one, I mean, I, I'm kind of leaning on towards that. This seems pretty messed up. Um, it's hard for me to really like see how you're shooting a guy how you're tasing him, how you're tackling the ground because some other person said that they is their keys. You know, like, I mean, you know, one of the things you hear like the Black Lives Matter rioters talk about is like, hey, man, this is just property and, you know, it's not worth more than human life, which is like, uh, I forget what you call that, like a false dilemma or something. I mean, it's these two things they they they're totally independent of each other right like um they uh, i can value both i i you know um but in this 
case, it seems kind of like, hey, we can figure this out, you know? Um, it's not life or death at this moment that this that we like absolutely know for sure about these keys. And uh, I know you didn't kill this guy, but they paralyzed him. They shot him four times. I don't know. And, and I, you know, and I get where it's coming from because sure. Like if I was in that situation, I'd be scared shitless. Uh, if I was that dude, I mean, I would just, you know, pull my hands up and lay on the ground and let the cops search me and do whatever they wanted to me. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not that rough and tumble. So, <laughs> um, but to me, like, it doesn't really matter that, you know, I'm not sure. I think everybody gets that if, dude, there's this, this if Jacob, Jake Blake um, was completely submissive, he probably wouldn't have gotten shot. But we also certainly as libertarians don't want everybody to just completely submit to any, you know, state order. Um you know, it's complicated. I mean, I also get, it's like, there's a piece of it where it's, it is the reality that these cops jobs is like violent as shit and dangerous. And, um, like they're not libertarian philosophers. So, you know, like it, this is somewhat lost, you know, going to be lost on, well, largely lost on them. Um, you know, and they're, you know, like in a really pretty real sense, I mean, there's probably a lot of them that are just you know, trying to make a neighborhood like safer or whatever, you know, like root out the bad guys. So, um, I guess we'll just see, you know, what comes out on that. Um, I, you know, it, it's, it's funny the, how, how kind of dip, how pretty conflicting feelings and opinions about this, it can exist in me right now you know because when i look at the video my gut reaction is like yeah uh not surprised the cops shot him like i mean just just like don't you know let you know obviously like it escalated at that point cops have their guns out on you and it's like they get their guns drawn on you i mean the next step is definitely using them and i don't know how i got escalated to there but now that we're there i feel like yo just stop and don't get you know don't get shot that's my you know that's kind of my knee-jerk reaction i feel like looking at it like it it wasn't anything like the um ah, i can't think of his name right now um ah man the big guy that they, they got choked out in new york and killed I mean that was that was brutal and um you know i and and the george floyd you know thing that at least set all this off recently so um yeah so anyway uh though it's just funny that i can have all that and then and then also be able to really kind of go through in this more calm and collected libertarian fashion and sort of established that it's like well what would this look like in a libertarian world like what with like property rights and stuff like that and you know i think it really comes down to like for me you know if it's me in the place of the cop 
Um, it all comes down to if the if the guy took the keys or not, you know. And if I'm gonna act on the, you know, that belief, and hopefully I'm right, because if I'm wrong and I go tackle this guy, and uh, I'm not sure if it's much of a defense to say, oh, I thought he stole this. Sorry, I shot him in his back four times. Um, you just better be right. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, that's like the reality. You don't have the magic eraser of the state to, uh, you know, protect you if you are wrong about these assumptions. So I think people would be a little, and even your private security force would have to be damn sure because they don't get that special pass either. Um, so... Oh, it's for a new liberty. So then we have a few days of, or maybe two days or something, of rioting in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is very interesting. You don't think of that. Um, I, 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 th I forget how far they are from Milwaukee, but. Man, Kenosha, Wisconsin, you wouldn't think this would be like a hotbed of Black Lives Matter activities and protests and stuff. Anyway, so the violence that erupted in Kenosha, um, so actually I don't want to jump jump to this. So there's rioting because of this shooting. And the one day, um, see if we can get a good... Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's all, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, God, I don't want a single website ever sending me a pop-up, a notification on my computer, thank you, so, you know, here's some dude gets his jaw broken, trying to defend his mattress store, um, It's funny because everything's just showing this kid. Yeah. So, Kenosha car dealership owner says more than 50 cars were towards causing 1.5 million. And this is like a, I'm pretty sure this is a used car dealership. I mean, this isn't some, you know, whatever. Um, there's no, well, I mean, what the hell website am I on here? This is it. Just a, okay. Kenosha protests escalate. Uh, I don't know if this will work, but. Yeah, they were outside of the courthouse. They had guns. Um, you know. The one thing that's pretty funny there, I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> uh, 
So Black Lives Matter and they just go in and destroy their uh you know everything there. Um they went to the courthouse with guns. Here's like another one of the car dealership. I mean it's crazy, right? I mean like I mean they burn a ton a ton of cars. I guess they're just blowing up. The, I guess, yeah, the cars are just blowing up. It's not gunshots or whatever. Uh, so there you go. Here's another building. Got destroyed. A business. So I guess Sunday is when the shooting happened. The garbage truck that burned. That's right outside the the, uh, the courthouse thing. Yeah, there's a Black Lives Matter supporting car dealership is destroyed. Um, there's this another view of the car dealership. You know. Um I think they did it by putting flares in them. I think I, I did see like an up close video at one point. Um not that we need to be like training people how to do this, but I just thought it was interesting on how they did uh well, I should probably not show this one. So, basically, knock out an officer with a brick. Oh, this is the actual video. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he sort of zooms in. So, there you go. So, at that point, this is it. Like, he just goes into the car. He goes into the car, uh, and then they, he's, like, leaning into the, the driver's side door or something, and the guys are right there, but, you know, he gets shot. And that's what I'm talking about, you know, don't open your car door and reach for something being questioned by police officers. They're on an edge. Some of them have been injured and murdered the past four months, right? It's like, you know, I get that. I mean, honestly, like, I have to say, like, sure, that was, that's probably, like, probably my initial you know reaction as well um but all in all I, that that's tough you know again it's it's like one of my biggest issues with or you know the way that it winds up playing out is some small thing you could start with jaywalking but if you don't listen if they say hey come here you know we saw you jaywalking and you say no and you just keep saying no, you refuse, you know, it's going to wind up with you either in a cage or dead, you know, or in the hospital, like this guy paralyzed or something. So, you know, it absolutely, the libertarian position is not for this 
stuff, you know? I mean, we, we got big, big, big problems with this. Dare I say much bigger problems than, <coughs> excuse me, than the left. Because the left thinks that it's just some specific issues with the way the laws are written. And we just need to, 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 to change these laws a bit so that we don't have a group called the police. Uh, we're going to spread this around and make other enforcement or whatever community groups. Um, but it's still all ran by the government. And, you know, in order th that means they're going to have a special pass to do what they want. So, you know, for us, like, we actually want to get rid of the police like we don't want to just change the name another thing i think you know you so there was that uh shadow gate um thing and that, it's gotten i actually so for a little bit i was following gavin wince and that tori says her it's like at tweet words with a z or whatever but it's so annoying even millie weaver i'm about to unfollow her if she keeps it up um it's just like non-stop they just are, are, are so it's just like everybody is a cia operative and blah 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 blah. but anyway you know they do talk in that in shadowgate you know they they talk a little bit about um like artificial intelligence robotic policing drone policing all this stuff and i think there's been some kind of test runs with drones about social distancing like there's some video uh like oh uh, yeah i can social distancing drone i used to this um <laughs> yeah there we go let's see if we can Safety really groups are quiet. turning to drones to help slow the spread of the coronavirus. Officials are using them to monitor public spaces and enforce social distancing rules. A recent study found that there are nearly 1,600 agencies in the U.S. who now have drones, and our Errol Barnett is in New York showing us how they're being used and also the privacy concerns. This is the anti-COVID-19 Volunteer Drone Task Force. Onlookers were perplexed as CBS News captured this drone buzzing above a New York City park this month at the height of the coronavirus pandemic. It wasn't the work of New York police, but instead this frustrated drone enthusiast from Queens. I couldn't believe my eyes. Xavier Arthur was so angry at people not following guidelines to stay home, he offered what he describes as a public service. I was like, okay, I'm just going to make sure that the message gets out. Planned to pilot a drone that monitored to receive a donation from the reason. Telling people to get out, we're not. This park is currently closed. But his plan mimics those of some public safety organizations nationwide. We're not telling people to get out, we're not enforcing as far as them having to go. We're just making the announcement for public safety reasons. Sergeant Tim Aronkoffer's police department in Daytona Beach, Florida, is just one of 43 agencies in 22 states to receive a donation hey, from DJI. Georgia. The drone manufacturer gave away 100 devices as part of its disaster relief program. 
Aaron Koffer has also tested, but not deployed, other drone back technologies like measuring body temperature. It's equipped with a FLIR, the forward-looking infrared camera, which can detect heat signatures. That technology was meant to be deployed in Connecticut, where the Westport Police Department planned to pilot a drone that monitored heat signatures and tracked distances between people. It could even recognize if someone coughed, but it was pulled over residents' privacy concerns. And privacy advocates in the U.S. are warning of the potential for abuse. You could add the ability to do facial recognition or the ability to do license plate reading thermal imaging cameras that can, you know, essentially see through walls. Jeremy Scott is senior counsel at the Electronic Privacy Information Center. Some people might say, look, these extreme measures um, are just for use during this pandemic. Why should we worry? Then there should be no issue with stating that in providing certain protections, saying this. So it doesn't matter if they say it, right? Like, it doesn't matter if they say that it's only for this or it's only for that, you know. We know that for sure. There, there's no, there's, there's no higher authority that they need to answer to. So they do whatever they want. This is that they do. They bring it in. I remember, you know, remember the stingrays and uh, for spying on your cell phones. And Alex Jones talked about that how many years ago. And everybody said he was crazy. And then slowly it just became the norm. And now it's totally accepted in the mainstream news that the police have the ability to just listen in on your cell phone if, if they're in the area. And it's never been a debate. You know, there's no question about it. Like, you know, nothing like that. So anyway um so i guess this is much more about this kenosha wisconsin the, this episode has kind of gone that way um couple new things so terrible writing i don't even sure you know how much we really need to go into it um it there's no possible analysis in the libertarian framework that makes it okay you got to look at every individual incident you know so you go to this garage uh parking lot you know used car garage or whatever jesus yeah <laughs> and i mean you just can't burn this guy's this person's inventory i mean i mean i I, I just don't get like, you know, and, and some, you know, I, I, I dig Maj Touré a good bit. I think it's really cool um, what he does. And, you know, I think he's trying to make a, a real difference in, in, in a lot of these communities that Black Lives Matter is faking like they're trying to help, but really... Black Lives Matter is just using their pain as a shield to sort of bring in these really, really bad um, changes, which underneath all of it is like, you know, a, a Marxist philosophy. I mean, you, you almost can't get more opposite of, of a, like of us than that. So. Uh, you know, so Majore is, is certainly on on the good side there and, and attempting to, to say, hey, 
you know, we got to learn to defend ourselves and, you know, every, and that sort of thing, which is a big, big piece of this. You know, if we ever wanted to get to this voluntarist world, a big piece, piece is being able to, to defend yourself and, and your property, whether by your own personal defense stuff, but also, like we said, some hopefully private security. Um, and, you know, private security, sure, you right? Like, they may do drones and all kinds of stuff like that uh because we're paying them you know if all the neighbors in on my block are down with this we get together and may, you know maybe not everybody pays in but you say hey look even if you're you know can't don't want to pay in as long as you're like okay with it you know we can patrol all these areas with with drones you know, to make it almost impossible for somebody to get in here undetected. You know, like once a camera picks them up, you can have a drone tracking them. I mean, it'll make breaking into your house just ridiculously, um, well, like a ridiculously low probability of, of working out. Um, but, you know, where, I don't know, I mean, I think, I think where Maj Trey maybe is a little bit overboard is um, really jumping to, to judgment about the shooting and then also calling out people. And I mean, I can, maybe I can try and find this here. Uh, yeah, follow me on, on Twitter. I'm uh, Patrick J. Bradley. That's me. Um, so we got Maj. I don't know if you can find it, but I, I just wanted to bring that. I don't really want to talk a whole lot about him, but um, yeah, like I, I mean, I don't know. He, like this kind of a a thing is like. I mean, I, I just, I don't get what the point of saying it is. Like he's not a funny guy, so. I mean, I don't really think that he means it, you know, in a really like kind of funny way. Like, I, I mean, I could see maybe me saying saying something like this. Not not that I'm like a comedian, but I think I'm. I mean, Maj Toray just like I've never seen the dude try to be funny ever. Um, like this is just him kind of being a dick, you know. Um, and again, it's like, what's the point? You know, like what what's your how, how do you unpack what what you're saying here like there isn't that you know like there's way more black on black crime right i mean there isn't that much white on white crime a little bit um i mean i guess there's a significant amount but you know what i mean like it's like it, it's like this is just like one thing that happened one day what about this week in Chicago. What about that same fucking day in Chicago? You know? And that's just one, you know, one place. Uh, I don't do anonymous. I'm trying to see. You know. I mean, and this is sort of like on the other side, I guess. So I don't know. Maybe he was trying to be legit funny. The Black Power Fist. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that. I don't know if he, um, um, 
anyway, I, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know where it is. And maybe he deleted the tweet or I just don't know how to look around. But he had said something about um, people jumping on the, uh, like, condemning, you know, like, condemning the uh, rioters, but not, and I don't know what this is, statutory rape, uh, I just, I was trying to not put words in his mouth, um, but <laughs> I may have to, so apologize if I'm sort of missing the spirit of this, um, Yeah, so that's cool. In the spirit of objectivity, I'm going to go find footage of officers shooting folks that was completely justified. Don't you think, get it twisted, as I'm saying officers should play nice even when they're, or play nice when their life is actually on the line. I get it. Yeah, and this is like what I was saying. I mean, you know, I, I just feel like both things are true. Like, yeah, man, I mean, the dude could have stopped, but maybe he was sort of like a freedom fighter. Cool. Um... Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yes, this is it. Oh, God. If you. If yet another officer shoots or kills a citizen in cold blood and that community responds with violence to property and officers in return, don't look at me to condemn that community's actions. Look at me when you're ready to address the initial murder by agents of the state. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, like, I, I think that this situation is like a little bit different than just in cold blood and, um, I'm not saying it, you know, it wasn't definitely wrong or whatever. But, you know, the devil's in the details here. They respond with violence to property and officers. Right. Property, no. Like, and then officers in general, like, that's kind of tough too, you know? I mean, go after that officer? I, I don't know, like... If if these black if the riots were bringing the fight to the police, I don't then you know then it's different then then it's like okay like you killed this guy like it's on you know it's on and we're fighting you, but random property, it I'm gonna condemn that and and I think if you um if you don't condemn that, then like you're you're mistaken, you know as a um. There you go. I'll go on the other side. Just trying out this. I, I set up a few scenes so I can get out of the way uh, in case you want to read, you know, read this little section down here. Um, yeah. So I, I just feel like you're, you're sort of, 
you're missing um you're mistaken as libertarian for not contending that you know because it's a big deal like this isn't some small thing that we're talking about like i agree that the police are a big deal but the rioting in the united states since was that that was like um memorial day weekend right right thereabouts right before it had started i mean it's outrageous i mean we're talking i heard somebody just say this you know maybe like 30 some people have been killed i mean at this point it's got to be billions of dollars of damage fucking billions of dollars of damage to private um you know to private businesses and stuff and and you know it's sort of like terror terrorizing you know people it's not the way and and i thought of a possible way to um compare uh to like maybe a more um something like more straightforward right like war imagine the iraq war right back when we were um you know when that that was actually like in the news and uh so imagine that there was a rash of violent protests across the united states like literally in hundreds of cities destroying just ran like you would see uh, an incident like you know the other night in kenosha where you have a used car lot where where riders in the name of iraqi lives matter uh ilm the ilm they went and burned all these cars up and you have this picture of the ilm or iraqi lives matter in front of a burning parking lot of cars i would condemn that i would implore people that were against this war to not get violent and it especially with just random citizens and destroying their private property again like you want to bring the fight in that case to the white house like storm you know whatever all right i i'm not saying that this is effective i mean i you know i'm i i don't know but it's just like you've got to like if somebody does something bad to me that doesn't give me the the uh like a free pass to just go do something bad to somebody else and if i go do something bad to somebody else that somebody else has just as much grievance as i have from the initial thing that happened to me and in fact probably even more because now i have tainted my case like if i said oh man you know this guy came in and, you know he, he broke in my house and, and stole my tv and punched me in the face you know and then and i'm i'm telling you this and it's like yeah i got this video of you like two days later or later that day or whatever you know beating up your elderly neighbor and you you lit his car on fire and i'm like yo man but i'm i mean i got robbed i got robbed 
People aren't going to give a shit if I got robbed, if I just went and beat up the elderly neighbor. It really matters. Like, if you want, like, it's like if you wanted to galvanize the alt-right into not giving a shit about black lives, this is the way you would go do it. That's basically what I'm saying, you know? And, like, if I wanted to get people on the side of anti-war, the last thing on earth I'm going to do is go burn down a used car lot with a bring our troops home sign, right? It's like the last thing on earth I'm going to do. So, yes, I condemn it. I condemn it. I condemn it. A hundred, a hundred percent. And that, you know, I and I think that Mastre is making a big mistake by not doing that. Um so the next thing that occurs is last night there was a shooting and I'm just going to pick up some kind of going to pick up some kind of random article about it just to give the again cuz I you know I'm not going to play these these videos and stuff so um so Kenosha, Wisconsin, the violence that erupted in Kenosha and ended up leaving two people dead and a third injured overnight Tuesday into Wednesday unfolded on social media. Chris Ty pieced together dozens of eyewitness videos, stitched together those videos of accused murder subject uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's see what this link looks like here. I don't know. Maybe we can get back to that. But the shooting took place around 1145. Tuesday near 63rd and Sheridan Road amid a third night of unrest. Okay, so finally you get that answer. Third right. Um, after the Jacob Blake uh, shooting. Police did not arrest Rittenhouse at the scene, but at the start of the night, they thanked an armed group for whom, armed group who had come out. And at the end of the night, video shows Rittenhouse was able to walk right out of Kenosha Hot Zone. Right. Because it's a fucking riot. And the police aren't, they're not arresting anybody. I mean, they also didn't arrest people for torching businesses over the last three nights. You know, I'm not saying, yes, murder worse than arson. Arson's still pretty fucking bad, though. You know, like, it's pretty bad. And they didn't make any effort at all. So I, I don't know why they, like, it's like literally the world that this fucking media has like hyped up to create just you know like Maj says the 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 purge or whatever and um but somehow they're gonna point this out and also like my stupid ass friend that you know shared that the one thing she shares is a tmz one where they describe him as a vigilante as uh, in quotes like as if that you know mean something so we appreciate you guys you really do and they're saying it like this is a bad thing people coming out to fucking protect property from other people but you know this is a bad thing before there were bullets in the air there were attaboys from the so-called citizens brigade that showed up armed thank you guys do you need water seriously you need water we'll throw you one an officer says with that, the crew, some armed with long guns, took on the night. They did not have badges, but did seem to have tacit approval from the same sheriff's officials who told others, you're a civilian, the area is closed, you're trespassing, leave now, leave now. But they didn't, right? 
Like, they didn't leave. They had guns, and they burned the whole fucking place down. I mean, what, like, because these guys aren't rioters. Why, why should they be treated? Like, okay, here's what I mean. Let's say we all get fucking jerseys, right? And for two straight nights, we're all wearing some fucking uniform and we're terrorizing some neighborhood, burning down businesses, you know, beating the shit out of people, breaking some old man's jaw like actually happened. And the third night, some fucking other people come in and say, hey, you know, we're going to help. We're going to stand guard out here. And the cops are like, good, thanks. You know, we're glad you're here because we're overwhelmed that we're not really allowed to engage or whatever you know whatever the case is and the media comes out and is just like oh my god they're like allowing these people with long guns god i fucking can't stand these people with long guns to to walk around when they're telling the other people are trespassing it's like yeah because the other people have like chosen a uniform and now are identifying in that uniform they're being aggressive towards the police i mean what like do you think these police are just fucking robots (sighs) anyway (laughs) all right so attaboy yeah with that the crew okay so rittenhouse part of the brigade on tuesday night is believed to have worn a white hat green shirt and blue gloves he carried with him a long gun and it appeared permission why do they call it a long gun like it's a fucking rifle a hasty confession the gunman appears saying i just killed somebody in the same moment from a different angle good samaritans are tending to a man who has been shot in the head as witnesses tried to keep the man alive, Rittenhouse is apparently seen running on the street and gets noticed. He is taken to the ground and then fires weapons at the attackers. Another person appears to be shot by his long gun. This time the police attend to the injured while the gunman kept walking backward now, inching towards authority at the end of the street onlookers, flagged him to police. He just shot them. Hey, dude right there shot him. Dude right here shot all of them down here. With blue gloved hands in the air and a gun around his chest, the brigade brigade member i mean fuck these people man god i fucking hate them such fucking losers like seriously just the biggest fucking losers in the world brigade member and fuck everybody that's so goddamn fucking stupid that you can't see through this shit man i can't stand it i just like i can't stand that so many of my friends are like middle school level intelligence that like that now they'll just start saying oh he's brigade member like that 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 fucking just fucking low brow mind control bs works on them you know and now they have him as a brigade member like what does that even mean uh, who was thanked at the start of the night and given St. Passage Pass, please. Right. And remember, this, the person that wrote this article, the editor, whatever, they have no fucking clue what has actually occurred. They have no idea what precipitated the shootings. They don't know. What do we see? What are the fucking videos show? Like, you go look through. I mean, maybe I'm missing a video, but as far as I know, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying this guy didn't, you know, isn't a murderer, but, like, 
it's already case closed for these pieces of shit at Chicago CBS local. Chicago CBS, where would you have fucking 20 murders last night? But this is just an atrocity. With blue gloved hands in the air and a gun around his chest, the brigade member who was thanked at the start of the night was given safe passage past police. He was not stopped and cuffed, but was allowed to exit with his own only with this warning. You with the long gun, don't come down here. This is closed. So he wasn't allowed down there. Kenosha Mayor John Antaramian made it clear Wednesday he does not want people with weapons to come in and try to help the police under any circumstances. They're not helping the police. They're protecting their property. It's not helping the police. The police, What? why do they need help? The police just sit in a police station and do nothing. It's fine, right? No skin off of their fucking nose. But if they sit in there and do nothing and all the fucking businesses get burned down... Well, you know, the county sheriff said the personnel handed out water to all types of people needing it and doing so those groups should not taken a signal of support. As for Rittenhouse showing up with his hands in the air, appearing to turn himself in, the sheriff said officers not realize what he's trying to do. Right. It's total fucking chaos. I mean, this idea that the police like the imp they're implying that the police knew that this kid had just shot people and they let him go. That is absurd. That is there. I think there is very, very little chance that that is true. Judging by the fucking video, they just said at some point they said you yelled at him to like, don't go down there. You with the long gun. I mean, they're not, you know, anyway, the partner of the 26 year old victim who was killed, identified him to CBS 58 Milwaukee's Anthony Huber. So anyway, um, what I saw the videos and again, not going to play them. Um, but what I saw was just some shooting and whatever. <coughs> it's a real long, like a bunch of people running around and then you, you, you see a guy, I guess, kind of get hit. Um, I saw a video actually today of that guy yelling, saying, shoot me then n using the n word this is a white dude which uh, i don't really understand what was going on there but he was yelling like shoot me and shoot me then and then later in the night he got shot right in the head and i think he died so i don't know um but you know antagonizing people to shoot you is generally not the smartest thing to do um whether or not they have the right to you know i um generally just don't threaten people um that have guns especially when i don't so when you're looking at that video it's sort of far away and then cameraman's kind of coming up on the scene and you see somebody else come out around the car and then kind of go like go running running away like across the camera and i think it's the guy like i'm pretty sure it's the guy um like i think that that's like the accepted interpretation now i watched the video a few times i don't think there's anything in that video that shows me that that kid shot the person that got hit in the head it's quite possible i'm just uh, and maybe there's other videos i don't know but 
that's uh, that's that. I, and I have no idea what the situation is. I don't know where they are. I don't know what was going on before that. Um, but that's you know, this is what I that's what I saw. So he was certainly in the area of a shooting. Whether or not he did the shooting, not really sure. And he sort of jogged away. Uh, and it was kind of weird. Like, I felt like, I feel like he did. Like, it seems like people are pretty certain that he shot this dude in the head. But I really don't know how they are. And by watching the video, I just, like, the cameraman sure didn't seem to think that. Like, because he would have followed that guy, I would think. Or at least made some note of it in some kind of way. The guy that was helping the person that gets shot um, didn't seem particularly alarmed or anything, you know, towards this kid, the 17-year-old. So, you know, so that's that's that. Um, and then, what from what I understand is then him running away... Uh, is when, and I don't know if it's like literally like right there or whatever, but while he's running away, um, or at some point later, you know, they're going after him and presumably I think is because of this person getting shot. So again, like, I don't know, but it seems like people seem to think pretty certain, <laughs> you know, that he did it, um, but anyway, so they wind up tackling him, and it's a bunch of people, like, this kid's gonna probably die or get really fucked up, um, if he doesn't, you know, protect himself, and, you know, I mean, if you just murdered somebody in cold blood, and now you're defending yourself, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that, that is, seems like there's some asterisks next to that self-defense but um nonetheless like sub kid or another guy is like a skateboarder hits him over the head or tries to hit him in the head and he like uh he's on the ground he kind of doesn't really hit him and then he shoots him like it's like really like he's like on his back and it's like boom over him and I, I swear he like shoots this dude through the heart or something. Uh, he turns and he takes like a couple steps and just like falls down. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. I had some uh, friend of mine that does a lot of like gun training stuff. He actually put these videos up and was talking about it. It's talking about this is why you know this is why we train shooting at like awkward angles and all this stuff because you know you see like when it's really happening and then another guy comes up and i mean there's other people like around there was a quite on him yet like people are still kind of coming and then he bow he shoots this guy and i think this is the dude that gets like this whole top of his arm like pop blown off um and then that dude like turns and then they start screaming medic medic and this is where like basically the kid is able to sort of run towards some armored police vehicles like a block or so down and um that's when you know he's got his hands up and the rifle and, and everything that they described in, in in that article and uh 
that's that. I uh, that's pretty much what happened. I uh, one thing that was like pretty weird um, was pretty weird with the guy that got shot in a bicep. He so he had a gun. Like you can see the picture. There's a picture of him after he shot. His bicep all jacked up, and he's kind of like you know kneeling over in pain. And it's his gun. His gun is like on the ground. Um, I just, for the life of me, don't get. And right, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I want this kid killed or the kid with the the guy with the the pistol killed. I mean, whatever. I'm just saying, if I had a pistol and I just seen him shoot this skateboarder through the heart, why am I in trying to engage him in like a scuffle? Uh. I mean, I also have a firearm. <laughs> shoot, shoot him! Like, why? Well, I, I don't, I don't really get what's happening there. <clears throat> but he decided to get up, like, right on top of him, and he got shot, you know, in the arm, and that basically incapacitated him. So uh, that's that. And again, right? Like, you know, I mean, I. Like, I feel like this idea, like something that people kind of got to get past or whatever, they're never going to get past it. But where I'm personally at is like, if I'm on my property, are you trying to come in? I don't care if all you want to do is like destroy my property. Like my morals say like, I'm going to fucking kill you and it's fine. Like, that's fine. I can protect my property by ending your life like that is you know that's where my morals are so if so like to me like if this kid's defending somebody's property and they come on to it and they're going to start smashing stuff up and they shoot them then don't you know don't fucking destroy people's property i mean it's as simple as that and, and and the amount like you know, I mean, this, this shit is just like too much, you know, and this is like a cohesive movement, you know, like you're all saying the same slogans, you're all doing the same actions, uh, it keeps getting violent at night, you know, whatever, and people are fucking fed up with it, and so, you know, I don't know, um, so, you know, this kid gets arrested, and we'll see, we'll see what happens, um yeah so here here's what we got kenosha vigilante shooter arrested booked for homicide uh this is a shooting occurred resulted two people dying is exactly why doesn't support deputizing citizens and guns to help patrol communities meanwhile the police have killed a thousand people um right but like what he's ignoring is the police completely uh derelict in their duty to protect um you know people's property so fuck him who gives a shit what david beth thinks fuck you you know what i mean your people just stood down and watched this whole city just get burned to the fucking ground so you know everybody's supposed to just take it supposed to just take it fuck you he said he thinks the two victims got mixed up with this group inquiring about becoming deputized. He also gave his reasoning why law enforcement let the shooting suspect uh, 
The vigilante shooter in Canosa who allegedly shot and killed at least two people has been captured by cops. So I don't know where they're getting this vigilante thing. Al Rittenhouse is registered. Records that he was booked for first-degree homicide in relation to the Kenosha shooting. You know, and it's funny too, right? So, you know, it's just a perfect, you know, perfect example, right? Next fucking day, this kid's booked for first-degree murder. How long did it take to figure out this George Floyd shit when there was way more clear video evidence of exactly what went down? The video evidence that you see of Kyle Rittenhouse is him getting assaulted by a group of people and shooting his way out. Uh, it appears he's been assigned a public defender and is set to appear in court, you know, whatever. He was both for first-degree homicide. A man who witnessed, but the cops just shot Jacob Blake, right? Nothing, nothing at all. Not a fucking word. I do kind of feel like fuck the police right now. A man, I'm like, fuck everybody. Fuck Black Lives Matter and fuck the police. You know what I mean? Fuck everybody. A man who witnessed described as being part of a vigilante militia group with a long gun brazenly walked down the street in Kenosha. Brazenly. All these piece of shit riders been brazenly burning fucking businesses down. We had firing his weapon at people protesting the police shooting, killing two, and nearby walking right past the swarm of cops this is this is like a, a, an absolute fucking lie tmd this is a night and this is what my stupid fucking friend shares this is the shit that she spreads around she thinks she's doing so much good with her black lives matter bullshit Fucking, this is what she shares. A man whose witness described as being part of the vigilante militia group. Like, they don't know anything about who these fucking people are, right? They long gun brazenly walked down the street in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Tuesday night, and began firing his weapon at people protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Killing two and incredibly walking past a swarm of cops who let them in the night. Just everything about that is a lie or just fabricated, you know. They have no idea... If they're in a vigilante group, I guess you can say a witness described it. So they're just reporting what a witness described. But maybe don't just report what anybody says and try to check up on it. A vigilante militia group. A 17-year-old kid brazenly walked down the street. Well, the video shows that he was actually being chased. And then he was tackled to the ground and hit with a skateboard. Had another man coming up with a pistol. Uh, and, you know. He fucking shot his way out of the situation. No, none of that is true. The protests and and describing them, right? Protesting the police shooting, right? Not rioting and burning down buildings, but protesting the police shooting. Fuck you, TMZ. The protest center around a courthouse got out of hand with water bottles, rocks, and fireworks came to the police, and the police fired rubber bullets. That's when the white vigilante appears on the video with the gun. He he reportedly had already shot someone several blocks away. He's being chased by protesters who were trying to subdue him. Okay, so they contradict themselves literally in the same article. Now, obviously, TMC is fucking retarded. But how fucking retarded is my friend? You know, this is like somebody that people look up to to some extent as being like for some guidance, I think. She's actually smarter than, than most of the people I know. 
but she's this dumb. That's when the white vigilante appears on video with his gun or part of like being chased. So was he brazenly walking down the street and shooting at protesters or was he being chased by protesters who were already trying to subdue him? Right. There's no, right. There's no fucking mention of the guy with the skateboard that hit him in the head the other guy he shot who had a gun also he was being chased by somebody with a gun at least one person and a whole fucking mob of people and then the unthinkable happened as police swarmed the area and patrol cars and fortified vehicles visible around his chest he puts his hand up the air police let him pass It's a stunning contrast. The white vigilante posed a clear and present day. Like they're just trying to inflame the situation. The white vigilante posed a clear and present danger, even if the cops didn't know he was a shooter. Why? Because he had a because he had a gun? Because people had fucking guns all over the place down there. All these protests. Look at it now. Look at him fucking all these protests do. People, BLM, whatever, man. People got fucking rifles all over the place. Uh, and they're, they're saying he unarmed, right? So they're jumping to that conclusion that he was definitely unarmed and that's, you know, so whatever. I know I'm fucking just preaching to the choir, telling you guys this shit, but you know, fuck these motherfuckers. Um, the other thing that happened, uh, I, I don't know where else to go with that. I mean, it's just like infuriating. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody sucks. Uh, Hey, like, Honestly, like, I think you should, you know, I'm probably too much of a pussy to, to like defend my fucking neighbor's property. Um, yeah, I don't know. It hasn't, I guess like it hasn't really quite come down to that. I mean, honestly in Atlanta, like it's been relatively chill, which is funny because we're like, you know, predominantly black, black city and, um, they don't, um, you know, the African-Americans here don't seem to like want to burn down their own city um, nearly as much as as these like these old like super white areas. Uh, another thing after that is uh, so the NBA is postponing playoff games after the Milwaukee Bucks boycott, um, which, again, kind of funny language. I feel like boycotting is not what you do when you won't work and you're supposed to. I think it's called a strike, but because um, you can call, you know, say whatever you want these days. So um, let's just hear what they have to say real quick. I'm sure it's going to be real dumb. Oh, sorry. Uh, Bob, um, I have not seen anything like this in my life. Uh, a, a NBA team. Uh, boycotting as a way of civil disobedience, as a way of protest, the Milwaukee Bucks saying that they're not going to play. Put this in some sort of historical perspective uh, for us, if you would. Yeah, Jake, I have not seen anything exactly comparable to this. There have been gestures. I'm old enough to remember I was a teenager when Tommy Smith and John Carlos raised their fists at the Mexico City Olympics in 1968. Of course, Muhammad Ali, not in a team sport, gave up three-plus years of his career, uh, and that was remarkable and remains 
at the top of the pyramid in this respect. There have been concerted efforts by athletes at various times, but never anything that is comparable to this. Colin Kaepernick and others kneeling. Yes, Black Lives Matter on the court at all the NBA playoff games. Yes, the Detroit Lions yesterday not practicing, which was a, a significant statement. But in this case, you're talking about a game and a playoff game at that. Bob, obviously sports leagues and the NBA in particular have been a place where players are, are speaking their minds, standing up for what they believe. Uh, this is obviously a, a, a stark example of civil disobedience and protest. Is it hurting the NBA with any fans who don't want politics in their professional athletics? I think there's no question that it's hurting the NBA in that respect. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong. And I think that Adam Silver, uh, who, like his predecessor, David Stern, has always been a forward-looking commissioner, uh, he's got something to balance here. But I think his basic sympathies are with the players in this situation. Yeah, so pretty interesting. Um, you know, they talk about the civil disobedience. They make a reference to Muhammad Ali. And let's see. Um, right. So I think it's a little bit different than... On April, whatever, Muhammad Ali refuses to be inducted in the U.S. Army. is immediately stripped of his heavyweight title. Ali, Muslim, religious reasons, it's not before we go. Military service, um, born in Cassius Clay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that was 67. Refused, right. I ain't going to quarrel with those. I got no quarrel with those Vietnam. So... This is nothing like what, uh, you know, the NBA players are doing right now, right? So, Muhammad, this would be like if they were trying the NBA players to become police officers, and they said no, and then because they said no, now you can't play basketball. Muhammad Ali didn't say, I'm not fighting until we end the Vietnam War. You know, when uh, they did, like, sit-ins and shit in the civil rights era or whatever, like Rosa Parks and these types of things, I mean, they were breaking the law. That's what civil disobedience is. These dudes are just not working. <coughs> and their fucking jobs have nothing to do with this at all. So, like... It's up to the NBA whether or not they want to dock their pay. I mean, so they're just basically like, okay, well, now you're now the NBA is not going to make any money on these games until they play. And these players are still going to want their, their paychecks, though, right? So they're, they're not doing anything. They're not hurting themselves one iota. They're still getting paid. The NBA is losing the money. This is the NBA not basically charging their players uh, for Black Lives Matter. I mean, the, 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 that's who's sacrificing here, you know. 
And it, if the whole season just ended, then also, like, all the people, you know, all the fans that, like, bought NBA League Pass stuff, all the other companies that built whatever around this, this you know, infrastructure, you know, they all lost uh all lost money but unless the players lose money they're not doing shit like if 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 if, uh Giannis gets his full paycheck I mean what the fuck did he give up where's the sacrifice how where how is this civil disobedience what law are they breaking and like you don't again it's not like the writers right you don't just go out and break random laws civil disobedience is breaking the unjust laws uh so this is this is pretty silly um you know i i just i i don't get it man like i don't i don't get like if everybody in my office was like yo we're not going in until they defund the atlanta police department i I mean, what I, I just don't, don't get, like, what good does that do, you know? And then at the end of the day, right, if we still get our checks, then it's our company that's footing the bill. And we're just taking a vacation and getting paid and virtue signaling like a motherfucker. So, I don't know. Fuck these guys. But congratulations, Giannis won the um, M- NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think that just happened today. He's a beast for sure on the court and i think i don't know if he i guess i didn't do mvp yet he won mvp last year so last year was the mvp this year he's defensive player year might also be mvp i don't know uh oh i did see something funny i want to see if it's still here so cnn (laughs) so we'll do a a big a brief check-in on coronavirus protecting babies (laughs) uh if pregnant woman gets COVID 19 can you see that Will her baby be infected? Can babies get coronavirus through breastfeeding? About 2 to 5% of babies born to mothers with COVID-19 tested positive. Infected mothers are unlikely to pass coronavirus to their newborns. Right, 2 to 5%. Uh, a study found no cases, so it went under 2%. Um, the babies remained 6 feet apart and the mother, except while breastfeeding, and the mothers wore surgical masks when handling their newborns and uh, followed proper hand and breast washing procedures. So I don't know, like, I mean, the baby has to wash its hands. I feel like more than anyway, <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, but I mean, I guess this is like the specific situation where like you have, you like literally are infected and then like you, you literally have it and uh, you know, even if it's not going to kill the baby, you still certainly don't want to give your baby. Um, so we crossed 6 million cases, 183,000 deaths. Got it. Uh, California topping, topping the charts with cases, but, you know, not deaths, of course. New York and New Jersey still. New Jersey with its paltry population. California, I think what was it 40 million 30 million and then 20 some 20 like one and 20 million (laughs) so you know they still got but jersey's absurd massachusetts a ton of deaths per capita 
so let's just look overall the cases, you know, so first wave, second wave, you know, we, we've been going down since, ah, here we go, peak July 24th. So we've been a, a month now uh, on a down, uh, you know, on the, the second wave across the whole country. And also the deaths, obviously they reached their peak, it looks like about a week later you could say that might have been like a bit of an outlier it's possible that the deaths really were uh the 11th which would be like a couple weeks ago um maybe that it's it's not as a pronounced sort of peak with the the death the death numbers you can see there um anywho so that's where we're at there uh and you know Let's see, it's, we're still holding out the fir big first wavers, no second wave, you know, no, no real pretty flat, almost no deaths at all. Uh, California, pretty weird reporting. I don't know what happened there, but they seem to be well on the downstroke of cases and then, and, and deaths you know, they, they seem to have peaked about three weeks ago. Um, so, you know, things, things are looking okay there. I know we've like looked at Illinois in the past as well. So let's just check in. Uh, it's too early to say, but maybe the cases have finally turned over. The deaths though, have never really picked up. And I mean, they had somewhat of a first wave, but I mean, never really you know, so we'll see, see what happens, they, but they've had a, you know, upscale. well, oh, yeah, right, right, remember, and Adam pointed out, too, he said, remember, there's way more tests happening now, so, um, this, this first wave is probably much, like, if the testing was as comprehensive as it is now, you know, this first wave might have been way, you know, way, way up, um, so there's a, so, it, so when you see a picture like this, um, oh, you can't see my mouse. Sorry. <laughs> I've been pointing stuff out with it. Uh, when you see s something like this, where the second wave, even nominally, you know, I mean, the second wave nominally doesn't, uh, even get higher than the first wave. That means they didn't really have a second wave. Um, even if you do see an increase, like it, you know, you have to see you know, uh, what, what you see in, um, California or something where, they, you know, they didn't really have a first wave just compared to the first wave. I mean, it, it's dwarfed by the number of cases, of course. Um, and then that can lead to, um, this sort of a situation where you actually did have an increase in deaths. So I'll look at my, old, my current home state and second wave, pretty good our deaths you know the the deaths are sort of been tough they they've been kind of weirdly flat it's so you know it's like there's days with nothing i mean mate you know obviously this was the peak but uh i if that's a peak then in you know it was a, it was a couple weeks ago um which, yeah, okay, I guess it, it makes some sense. So anyway, but it certainly doesn't look like, you know, we have anything coming down the pike. Um, 
Remember when they were freaking out about Louisiana? Yeah. Their second wave wasn't even as bad as their first. And then, of course, Florida, the whipping boy of the media. Somehow, Florida, in all my dumbass friends' mind, is worse than New York. Uh, but, you know, never even got remotely close has more has a larger population slightly but a larger population in new york city never got above 276 worst worst daily uh worst day for deaths and what do we see in new york worst day One thousand twenty-five. a lot of days up there around a thousand so i broke a thousand one time so less than less than a third, almost a quarter, you know. Oh, the worst day in New York State was was almost four times worse than the the worst day in uh, Florida, um, and they kept it up really high for a while. I mean, look look at you're all the way down here, May eighth. This this is where you're finally below the worst day in Florida. All of the other ones before that are worse. And then you go back up above it. Yeah. Anyway, it is uh, it is the upside down. And I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, hope you enjoy actually seeing me. Uh, I like it. I really like, I mean, main, mainly I like to be able to actually show um play videos, show the website and everything. And because most of my audio is processed outboard anyway, um, it's not completely outboard. I, I, I mean, I guess I do do a lot inside the box too, but um, I'm getting a little bit more confident with the outboard gear that I can make it sound pretty good. So I'll, I'll probably keep tweaking that. Um, but anyway, uh, I enjoyed doing it. As usual, I went way longer than expected, but there you have it. So, thanks for listening. That's the news.